Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. Welcome on the Culture News. My name is David Sariroy, and I have the pleasure to have today over the phone on iHeartRadio the very talented author. Her name is Tanya Gregory. Let me spell it for you. T-A-W-N-Y-A. Gregory, G-R-E-G-O-R-Y. She has released this fantastic new book that is called A Natural Child in a Foster Care Home. It is a wonderful um, book about the details of a life event and about all the wonderful lessons that we need to, to learn. But he has also some beautiful, entertaining notes. Ladies and gentlemen, please meet my one and only guest, Tanya Gregory. How are you today? I am wonderful. Thank you so much, David, for having me on. It, it is a pleasure. It is an honor. So first of all, for the people who don't have the pleasure of knowing you, would you be so kind to tell us where you're from and what brought you to become an author? Well, at this time, I've lived in many states. Right now, we live in Indiana. And I wrote this book based on my life in the hopes of helping many people to desire or understand better how a foster care home can be and the positive impact. And so in hopes of help more people being willing to consider being foster parents and also for foster children to be able to see that there's good things that come out of hard situations. And, you, you know, I, I always say that, you know, in, in dark places, you know, some good things can, can always uh, uh, come out. Can you tell us some stories about being in a foster care home. Absolutely. As a natural child, in other words, my parents being the ones that took the children in, it was a, a challenge for me at times to see these children come in knowing that they had parents that could not or would not love them and take care of them. So that was, as a small child, was very challenging in my heart. But at the same time, for me as the natural child, it helped me have compassion for people that are not in a situation of both parents and a happy home as I was. And at the same time, some of the children, for example, the young lady that came and she stayed with us for six months, not much longer than that. And we did not feel that at that point in time we really had had much impact on her life. She had come to us because her natural parents could not get her to go to school. She was 16. And when I was young, she was older than I when she got there, and she wasn't exactly nice. <laughs> she had a lot of anger stored up. She felt rejection. You know, all those emotions when you're living with someone on a day-to-day -day basis, they begin to come out as you get a little bit more comfortable around the family and such. And yet at so, other times, she seemed like a really nice person. She was really nice. And so when wow. she went home at six months, we thought, well, maybe we helped and maybe we didn't. Nobody, you know, really thought about it. We tried to keep tabs on her and didn't hear much about her. And then 11 years later... I had been up visiting my parents. At this point, there's no children in the home. My parents are empty nester, were empty nesters then. And a car drives in, 
And we're looking at the car. We don't recognize it. Mom and Dad don't know who it is. We go to the back door, and they get out of the car. And we're looking at the the driver, and it's like, is that her? Is that possibly her? Sure enough, it was. She came in, and we made the, you know, the greetings, hi, how are you, the hugs, hello, and the shock. (laughs) And uh, then she asked us, she said, can I see my old room? And, of course, we traded rooms, the girls' room, the boys' room, depending on when there was, who had more kids in them. And I told her, I said, the last time, I said, the room that we were in when you lived here now is was the boys' room. That was the last of the boys' room. So it doesn't look anything alike. And she said, that's okay. I just want to see it. We're like, sure. So we all went upstairs. We walked into that room. And, of course, it's almost like stepping back about seven years at that point in time because there's airplanes hanging from the ro- the ceiling still, a couple of them that had been left. and. The bunk beds are still up, but there's, you know, no clothes or nothing there. And we looked at her, and the tears are running down her face. And my dad and my mom and I looked at each other and were like, what, 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 you know, we said, "Um, are you okay? And she said, when I left here, she said, I destroyed my life. She said, I got wrapped up in drugs and alcohol and gambling. She said, I got married. I had children. She said, but all of my alcohol and drinking and everything ruined my marriage. And she says, but because of what I learned here, I am getting my life in order. I'm off the drugs and alcohol and I'm not gambling and I'm remarrying my husband. You know, it, it's such a touching story, and I didn't even want to stop you because I wish, you know, it just gives me the desire to to, to read more and more your, your, your book and, of course, uh, encourage all the audience to know um, more about your book and all these beautiful um, stories. And, of course, I want to give a big congrats and, and big shout-out to all the, the, the foster parents, you know, uh, who, who are, you know, welcoming all these wonderful kids uh, who are going such a very hard time most of the times. And also for all the kids out there uh, who feel abandoned. But you know what? You always have to find, to look for the bright side, you know, in dark places. And, and most of the time you, you are the perfect example, you know, with what happened with this, with this woman that she came back later to really – um, appreciate and, and to show you uh, her gratitude. So I, I'm dying to know as an author, who are your influences? Who are the authors that who really inspired you? You know, I, I don't know that there is a particular one. Um, I guess really my story uh the lead, the the pull that I have. You know, when we grew up, we watched Walt Disney. Every Sunday night, it was popcorn and Walt Disney. And the way that those stories were narrated and told, that is really um, what pulls on me the most and what really made me want to put these stories down. Because those stories, I could, like, jump into them. You know, and so I would have yeah. to say that really Walt Disney and his his crew of people, not so much. I mean, even today they're they're good, but back when I was young, now well that that's a <clears throat> couple of years ago, um, 
<laughs> they were a different story. You know, the old yeller, um, these kinds of stories and movies. So really, I would have to say is, is the, the authors of those scripts are really what um, have inspired me to write, uh, you know, the style of writing that I look at. Wow. No, but that's, you know, that's absolutely true because all these Disney stories, they are very entertaining and they're also beautifully written. And they are, you know what, they are international. You know, everybody uh, connects to the Beauty and the Beast. You know, everybody connects to Frozen and, and, and God knows the, 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 the Little Mermaid, you know. And, and right. with your stories, you know, everybody can connect to it with your book. There is that very same feeling and that it is so wonderful to, 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 to hear. So another question is, what do you do next when you did such a powerful, um, I would say, testimony of, of yourself, almost of your intimacy? Um, intimacy. What, what do you do next once you have done a book like that? Well, my husband and I have both been talking about the fact that it's almost like the stories are like, okay, and what comes next? So there is there is the thought, and we were just talking about this again last night, um, of my doing a second book that follows as to where these children in this book went to. What are their lives today? Um, and so that's kind of one of them. And the other thought that I'm still looking at, and I've, I've got pieces pulled together already, are a book called Can God Use Me? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Wow. That, that, that is very, very powerful. But I think, you know what? We all have in us uh, a message from God to, to, to give to others. We, there is so much good in all of us, you know, and you're a perfect example of it. Such a great capacity of us to do so many things, you know, and I wish we could do more of it. And and I think to start to read your book is already um, a very important uh, step to understand what really sharing generosity, love uh, with, you know, uh, with anything, nothing in return. I'm sure when your parents um, decided to welcome someone, they didn't do it in order to have something in return, you know. Um, they did it for just just being nice and opening their homes to to to, to people, and um, that, that that's really 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 the real heroes, you know. So really, my my regards to to yourself. Now, do you welcome yourself uh, foster kids, you and your husband? Uh, well, the dynamics of our home at this point do not fit the the bringing in foster children at this point. And that's one of the things that I encourage people to look at, even in my book, is if you're considering being a foster parent, look at the dynamics of your home. My husband works very long hours, and um, he also travels a little bit, not so much now, but he has traveled in the last 20 years a great deal. I homeschooled our sons, and we tra- we moved from state to state. So trying to do foster children wasn't in the dynamics when our children were young either. Right now, um, I am in a mode of doing a lot of travel myself, and so trying to have children here now would not uh, be effective. But what we have done um, is taking in some of family members that were in need of a place to be at some at that point in their lives when they were young, and we've also had older people living with us. Um, 
just people that came along that needed a leg up. They needed a place. And we felt like it was, the Lord was saying, this is, yep, you bring them in. And they stay with us for two, maybe three years. And then they're, you know, resituated and all set and ready to be on their own. So we haven't really taken children in um, through the foster care system, but we've still taken people in. <laughs> um, so, yeah. it, and it kind of stems from growing up in that life or having multiple people around all the time. You know, my parents sat us down and their hearts were broken when they kept hearing on the radio the, the need for foster parents. And they sat us down and said, what would you guys think? These children need a roof on their head, over their heads. They need food in their bellies. They need to know somebody cares. We want to do that, and what do you kids think? We said yes. And so we do the same thing. If there's somebody, maybe they're not in the foster care system, but we've met them and the need arises that they need a place to stay and we have an extra room, it's like, you know, this seems right. Let's Let's do that. And you definitely do it really well. And this is beautiful to hear, you know, the stories also from, from the side of the, the parents who are welcoming the children. Because we often hear, you know, the children telling their stories from one side. But we never hear these beautiful parents um, who are doing uh, so much. So now tell me, what, what, before we start to say goodbye to each other, is there anything you would like to say to our wonderful audience? Can you tell us what you're doing next? Do you have any book signing coming? And also, where can I purchase your, your wonderful book? Well, to answer the purchase, you can purchase the book on Amazon. And so it is out there on Amazon and available to be purchased. As far as what I'm doing next, I'm not only working on the books that I mentioned. Um, I do believe I'm going to write both of those before too long. But also what I do as a ministry is my ministry is building people and connecting ministries. And so TLG Ministries is a ministry that is out on the Internet. I have a web page there. And there's ministries that do so many different things. And some people don't know where they can assist other people trying to help, whether it's helping orphans, whether it's evangelizing into foreign countries, whether it's evangelizing in the local areas, helping people, all of those. I have different websites, and the people that are on my website themselves, their link are ministries that I can vouch for. I know them personally, and I know their ministry. And so they're out there also. As far as myself, um, I would want to say to everyone that is listening, I encourage you to pray about possibly becoming a foster parent. The children out there, we need to reach this generation. We're losing them. This is one way that we can reach them. If God lays on your heart to be a foster parent, contact the local social service agency. There's so many ways that you can help. It doesn't have to be long-term. You can be a person that takes in a child for a short amount of time on an emergency basis. Or you can be someone that gives another foster parent a break. They call it respite. And that's where you take the children, foster children in for a week or a weekend while the family or the parents that are taking care of them go on a little vacation. There's even reading to the children at schools called grandparenting. There's so many ways that we can help. Yeah. And so and, I would and, just encourage people to pray about and it. And you are doing already 
so much for people, and we are definitely honored to to have you today over the phone. Ladies and gentlemen, my, my name is David Sariwa. I had the pleasure to have today on iHeartRadio the very, very talented author. Her name is Tanya Gregory. Let me spell it once again for you. It's T-A-W-N-Y-A, Gregory with a Y at the end. She is a phenomenal, phenomenal author who has received a wonderful, you know, a lot of beautiful recognition. And recently, ladies and gentlemen, she has released this great book, which I encourage all of you to go to purchase. That is called A Natural Child in a Foster Care Home. And we are so, so grateful for her work, so grateful for her kindness and her generosity. Please purchase a wonderful book. You won't regret it. Once again, it's called A Natural Child in a Foster Care Home. And I had the pleasure to have to deal with the phone, Tanya Gregory. Ladies and gentlemen, I wish you a lovely day. David Sariro on iHeartRadio.